Parashas Vayera starts with the famous story of Avram serving his guests. We know the story. Avram was recovering from his bris milah. Avram was in pain. And notwithstanding the pain, Avram was looking to do the mitzvah of Achmasa Sarchim. Avram was looking to do chesed. And he's standing outside the tent and he's waiting for somebody to come past. He'll be able to invite him in, offer him a meal, offer him a drink. And no one's there. Today the desert was empty. It was an irregular thing. There normally were travelers in the desert. The reason it was empty is because Hashem had made it exceptionally hot. Not tax of Ramavino. That he shouldn't have to have guests to deal with. But Avram was disappointed. He wanted the guests. And he stood outside looking vainly at the horizon. Maybe a guest would come. And when Hashem sees that. He sends Malachim. He sends angels. He sends them in human disguise. And the three of them arise. And Avram's overjoyed. The guests have arrived. And he spares no effort, no expense to prevent, provide them with the best meal, the finest food that he can do. And I have two questions. One simple question and one maybe a more complicated question. And the simple question is like this. I understand that it's important to do chesed to somebody who needs chesed. If there's someone who's poor, then I understand I have a mitzvah to give him money. If there's someone who's sick, I have a mitzvah to visit him and take care of him. Somebody who's a wayfarer, he needs a meal, I have a mitzvah to invite him in. But if there's nobody who's needy, there are no poor people. No one's traveling the roads today. So there's no need for chesed. Everybody has what they need. So why was Abraham disappointed that he couldn't do chesed? No chesed was necessary. But I have another question also. This one disturbs me more. And that is, let's imagine, after all the hard work that Abraham put into serving his guests, chasing three cows to serve them tongue, especially making bread on their behalf, waiting on them head and foot, at the end of the day, they revealed that they're angels. And they had to do that because they had come to give Abraham a message. A message from Hashem. When Abraham finds out that his guests were angels. Angels who didn't need the food. Angels who weren't thirsty. Angels who didn't need hospitality. How did Abraham feel? Did Abraham feel all that hard work for nothing? Why did I try so hard to serve these guests when I didn't need the food? Did Avram feel let down, so to speak, that his chesed wasn't needed? And if that's the case, so let's ask the question in a bigger way. What was Hashem thinking? When Hashem dresses up the Malachim as people and gives Avram the opportunity to serve them, Hashem knew that at some stage Avram would find out that they were Malachim. They came as Malachim to give him a message. They came to cure him. So what did Hashem, Hashem think was going to happen then? That Avram acted as a, 
the generous host and then he finds out that his generosity was unnecessary. Before we answer the question, let's look at something else. We know Shemona Esra is built of three different units. The first three blessings of Shemona Esra are meant to be Shavach, praise to Hashem. The middle section of Shemona Esra is meant to be Bakasha, requests. And we request, we request wisdom, we request forgiveness, health, Parnasa, Mashiach, everything. And then the last three brachas of Shemona Esra is meant to be Hoida, is meant to be gratitude. Did you ever wonder why the last three brachas are gratitude? Moedim is gratitude. Moedim is when we say thank you. But in the final brach of Shemona Esra, Sim Shalom, we've gone back to making requests. Hashem Sim, give us Shalom, Tovu, Bracha. After the same, Teras Chaim, Avas Chesed, Utztoko, Ubracha, Berachamim, Vachaim, Vishalom. It's a long list of requests. We've gone back to the middle section of Shemona Esra. We've gone back to what we're asking Hashem to give us. Why does Sim Shalom belong at the end? Why is it a part of the category of brachos of Hoida? And the answer to this is that there's a difference between the requests in the middle of Shemona Esrei and the requests of Sim Shalom. And that is, Sim Shalom comes with a hakdama. It comes with an introduction. We say, Barcheinu avinu kulanu ke'echot. Hashem, bless us all as one, Ba'or panechot. With, so to speak, the light of your face, with your favor. Bless us that we should find favor in your eyes, Hashem. Why? Because that's the source of all the brachas we need. Ki ba'or panechot. When it's coming from ha'oras panim, it's coming from Hashem's favor, then nasatalanu, teras chaim, ve'avas chesed, and all the other brachas. The middle brachas of Shemona Esrei are requests for what we need. Whether it's in its physical nature or a spiritual nature. But Simshalim is a request. Hashem, we want to do what finds favor in your eyes. And what finds favor in Hashem's eyes, Tayras Chaim Ba'avas Chesed. Utstaka Uvracha Barachim Vachaim Vishalom. It doesn't say Chesed. It says Ahavas Chesed. What's the difference between Chesed? Doing chesed and avas chesed, loving chesed. What's the difference? I'll ask you another question also. Where did Abraham Avinu learn from to do chesed? Who taught him? The Midrash says Abraham Avinu learned from Noach. He asked Shem, Noach's son, he says, tell me, Shem, what were you doing in the table? You were a whole year, you were isolated, just you and your family in the table. What were you doing for the whole year? And Shem's answer to him, for that whole year we never slept. For that whole year we never slept. We were kept busy from morning till night till morning. 
feeding and looking after the animals. There were those who wanted to eat in the morning and those who wanted to eat in the afternoon and those had to be taken care of at night. And we were running from animal to animal, from bird to insect to deer to lion, to take care of each of their needs. It was a year of 100% dedication to looking after to looking after all the all the species which are in the table. And Avram says, what I take from this story, I see the value of chesed. And that set Avram off on his career to do chesed to people. And if that's the case, then the question I want to ask is, we always call the Baal chesed Avram. Chesed la Avram. Why not Noach? What was wrong with Noach's chesed? Noach was spent day and night doing chesed. Why is Noach the epitome, the personification of chesed? And here's the answer, Rabbi said. This is exactly the point. This is the yisot, the principle. There's a difference between chesed and avas chesed. Between doing chesed and loving chesed. What's called doing chesed? Doing chesed is when I'm asked to do. When it's needed that I do. It's requested from me. The Ani knocks on the door and puts out his hand. Someone calls me up, there's a problem, please help. If in that case I agree to donate, I agree to offer help, so I've done chesed, I've helped another person. But it was chesed which had to be requested. When I'm asked, I'll do. When it becomes my responsibility, I'll take care of it. So yes, I've done chesed. But that's called doing chesed. That's not called ahavas chesed. Loving chesed is looking for opportunities for chesed. I don't wait for the situation to arise where I'm called upon to act. I look on my own for chances to do chesed. And the difference is, for the person who does chesed, so if no one's asking me, I don't need to do. For the person who loves chesed, so then it disturbs him he doesn't have the opportunity to do. He's looking to do. And this is the difference between Avram and Noach. Noach, when the situation was such that he had to do chesed, he's the one responsible in the table for the animals, he'll do. He'll do and he'll do a tremendous amount of chesed. He'll dedicate a whole year of his life to non-stop chesed. But that's because he has to. And when the year is up, and everyone's released from the confines of the Teva, Noach goes to sleep. He's no longer responsible to do chesed. So yes, he did chesed, but he doesn't personify chesed. And that's where Avraham Avinu is different. Avraham Avinu expressed Ahavas chesed. One looks to do chesed. One wants to find a chesed to do. Before being asked. Before the situation arises. And if there's no one on the horizon of the desert, and there's no one to do chesed to, 
that Avram feels left out. He has no option to express chesed right now. And why is this pa'or panecha? Why does this come from closeness to Hashem? This level of ahavas chesed. Loving chesed comes from being close to Hashem. Why? The Zohar teaches us the fundamental question. Why did Hashem create the world? Hashem is perfect. Hashem is not missing anything. Hashem doesn't need anything. So why did He create the world? And the Zohar says, and it's brought down in the Arizal, and explained by many later Mephoshim, Hashem created the world in order to do chesed. The world was built to do chesed. The world was built to do chesed. And we're going to ask the question, chesed for who? Chesed for who? For the creation that Hashem is going to create. But if that's the case, let's listen to what we just saw and understood. If that's the case, what kind of chesed is Hashem interested in? Not because it's chesed to fulfill a need. Not because it's something or somebody who requires chesed. That I'm there to offer them chesed. Before there's a world, before anybody's been created, there's no need yet. It's like the empty desert where there are no travelers. The kind of chesed of Hashem is because there's a value in doing chesed, so Hashem is going to create the person to do chesed too. Hashem is going to create the mitzis, create the possibility to do chesed. That's Avas Chesed. And therefore, when a person learns from Hashem, from the closeness of, you, of your, your presence, Hashem, what you give us is Avas Chesed. An appreciation of looking to do Chesed. And therefore, Avram was looking to do Chesed. That's his Maila. That's what's unique about Avram Avinu. And now let's answer the other question. And how did Avram feel when he saw that his chesed wasn't necessary? He saw that the guests were really malachim. And they weren't hungry and they weren't missing food. The answer is Avram didn't feel let down. Avram didn't feel he had been cheated. Why? Because if chesed is coming to fulfill a need, that there's a person who needs my help. And I rush to help them. And then I find actually they didn't need my help. Someone else took care of them. The problem resolved itself. In a case like that, then a person will feel he was let down. I thought there was a need I needed to fulfill. I thought there was a place for my chesed activity. And there wasn't. That's only if a person is looking to do chesed responsibly. To respond to a need. But if a person values doing chesed, then they understand there's something much more fundamental. We know that the world stands on three pillars. The mission teaches us the three pillars. The world stands on them. What are these three pillars? 
Valo Avoida, Valgulus Chasodim. Torah learning, serving Hashem and Chesed. And if it's a pillar the world's standing on, then that pillar always has to be there. It's holding up the world. And therefore, just like we see that in order to sustain and maintain the world, there has to be constant Torah study. Because that's a pillar in holding up the world. There has to be constant chesed also. That's also a pillar in holding up the world. That chesed is being done. Where did Abraham Avinu learn this lesson? He learned this also from the story of Nach. Nach who told him that the year they had spent in the Teva was a year of non-stop chesed. Day and night. They were looking after the animals. And let's ask a question. Why was that necessary? If Hashem had organized a way to, for the animals to escape the flood, why couldn't Hashem make them all hibernate, put them to sleep? Organize that they'll get their own food supply. Why was it necessary to matriach Noach and his sons to put them to the tremendous effort, so to speak, of feeding the animals day and night? And here Abraham learned this lesson. Because normally when there's a functioning world, an interaction between lots of people the whole time, someone's doing chesed. But now the whole world's being destroyed. Now there's nobody else left. The only people that are the people in the table. And if that's the case, if there needs to be chesed the whole time for the world to survive, then they're going to be, have to be the few people who are responsible for doing chesed the whole time to make the world survive. And therefore, Hashem made sure that they would be busy with non-stop chesed. And that's the point of Ramso. There's a value to doing chesed. That's what keeps the world in existence. The Gemara says that for the 26 Torahs before the Torah was given, so Torah hadn't yet become a pillar of holding up the world because the Torah hadn't been given yet. So the Gemara says that in what merit was the world surviving? And the Gemara says, connected those 26 Torahs. Corresponding to those 26 generations where there wasn't yet Torah. So that's how we say in Tehillim, in Hodel Hashem Kitoiv, we say 26 times, Ki oilam chastoy. The world was his chesed. There wasn't yet Torah. And in that case, which pillar was there which was holding up the world? Chastoy. The world was living only on chesed then. And if that's the case, the chesed has to be non-stop. And therefore, when Abraham Avinu looks and he sees no one to do chesed to, no one to do chesed to, there's no expression of chesed, Abraham sees that as a danger to the world. And the fact that he wants to do chesed, not because the recipient needs it, but because it gives him the opportunity to do chesed, that itself is the value. That itself gives kium. Gives continuation to the world. And that itself is an expression of ba'or panecha. Of closeness to Hashem. 
that a person is looking for the opportunities to do chesed. And that's what Hashem wants from a person. We'll conclude with the Pasuk in Micha, where Micha tells the Jewish people, Hashem tells you, O oh man, what's good or ma Hashem derish mimcha? What is it that Hashem wants from you? Wouldn't we all want to know? What is good in the eyes of Hashem? What does He want from us? And Micha says, Ki masoyis mishpat, ve'ahavas chesed. One of the three things that she wants from us is Exactly this point. Not just doing chesed. What makes us similar to Hashem. To Hashem's motivation in creating the world. Hashem is looking for people to emulate. To maintain the world. Is The chesed of Avram. The chesed that a person looks to, continue, to find opportunities to fulfill.